St. Luke's Gospel today uh, really does call us into a very special uh, relationship with Jesus Christ. And the story that he tells of the Pharisee and the tax collector in the temple and their reaction to the moment of prayer for them is really one that hits home. And he ends it by saying, whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. That's the invitation to us in prayer during this Mass. So I've shared with you before that when I was named to be your bishop and we had announced it, uh, my, I went to see my doctor to say goodbye. He was the last person I was saying goodbye to. And he looked at me and I said, I have a little bit of a stomach problem. Can you give me something so I can get to Biloxi? And he checked me over and said, you're not going to Biloxi. And I said, what? The Holy Father wants me to go to Biloxi. What do you want me to do? He said, you're going in the hospital. You're going in the hospital. And it turned out that I ended up having an abscess that had burned right through my colon and right through my small intestine all the way. So uh, he actually saved my life. And during that month in the hospital, and again, your IVs everywhere and nurses coming in and out, and he came every day every day. He was present to me. And the weaker I became, because we had to get me cleaned up to get to surgery because there was some sepsis that had happened, the weaker I became, the more he came. And then my surgeon began to come. And their presence, even though I was slowly but surely getting weaker and weaker, their presence meant a lot, meant a whole lot. Even to the point where I would pray the rosary in the morning just simply by pressing the app of the rosary, because I couldn't say it. I was so weak. But my doctor would come in and pray it with me. And that prayer invited me to live this gospel that I was being called not to exalt myself as a bishop, but to humble myself as your bishop and to be your servant. And the doctors that were taking care of me, the nurses that were taking care of me, the healthcare workers and my family, all of them were signs to me of the love of Christ within one of the most difficult physical moments I've ever had in my life. So for our doctors, our nurses, our healthcare folks, your presence is a prayer. But it also calls each of us, so all of our parents, all of our children, to be people of prayer. Because in those moments, in the end, that's all that really matters. Yes, the health of the person, but to be people of prayer, and then to be a people of the Word of God. And so that's one of the things I did in the hospital, too, is pr prayed the, the scriptures that we have from on, online every day, even in the weakest moments, even in the weakest moments. 
And I knew that my doctors had prayed those scriptures too as they came to visit me. In fact, they were a sign of those scriptures to me, each of them, and the nurses, all of the healthcare folk. And the invitation to us in our families, I think first, in our marriages first, is to have that kind of presence with our husband, our wife, our children, our family, to let the love of Christ flow from us in a spirit of not exaltation of ourselves, but more of love of those who are in our care, in our hands. And in many ways, that's where you are with, for me. You're in my hands. And my invitation is to love you in the midst of having been called to not be someone who exalts himself, but to be someone who humbles himself to be exalted with Jesus Christ in heaven. And that's what this is really about, being with Jesus in heaven. There's a medieval story that I ran across some years ago, which is, I think, speaks this gospel, especially when we think of the Pharisee and the tax collector, and how the tax collector just simply said, before God, I bow my head, and God, forgive me, for I am a sinner. So there was a young woman who, uh, in the Middle Ages, had lived a really, really bad life. And she went to the gates of heaven, actually. And St. Peter said to her, you have a chance to come in, but it's a, it's a chance only if you can find the gift that God values the most. And so she went back to earth and she witnessed a, a uh, martyr giving his life for Christ. And she, so, so she thought the, the blood of the martyr has to be what God values the most. And so she brought it to St. Peter and St. Peter said, yes, God values the, martyr, the martyr's blood, but that's not the gift that God values the most. So she had to go back. She went back and she saw a minister preaching and he was preaching so much that he began to perspire. And so she got some of his sweat and brought it up to heaven and says, doesn't God really want us to, this is it, this is it. And St. Peter said, no, God really does appreciate the minister perspiring. And I've got that covered right now, by the way. St. Peter says, God does, but that's not the gift that God values the most. And so she kept going back to earth and brought a gift up and back to earth and being told the same thing over and over and over again. And finally, she was at a particular town where there was a fountain and there was a little child kind of playing around the fountain and looking right into the fountain. And the little child's face, of course, was beautiful and innocent. Wonderful. And then... A soldier came in riding on his horse, got off his horse to get a drink in the fountain. And as he leaned over to get a drink, he saw the child's face. And he was struck by the innocence and the beauty of that child. And he was reminded of his whole life in that moment and how he had use the gift of life that God had given him. 
and his tears of sadness, his tears of repentance, if you will, contrition began to pour down his face. And the young lady took one of those tears to heaven. And St. Peter, of course, said to her, yes, God values the tears of repentance over all other gifts. That's the invitation for each of us, to be reconciled with God in our families, with our children, with all those with whom we work and serve, and in a very special way, to be a sign of God's love in humility together. I'm praying for you. I ask that you pray for me. And for all of my doctors and nurses and healthcare workers, please stand at this moment, because we're gonna pray over you. Deacons.